So Cal, when I need a new shirt, I head right over to Hempson's of Devonshire, which recently celebrated its 430th year in the shirting industry. They are the proud bespoke clothing makers to millions of British men and the occasional British hunting hound. Yeah, Hempson's was famous for creating wares for our old friend Sean Connery, 007 himself, one of Britain's highest seals of approval. In fact, we uncovered an old Hempson's radio ad featuring Sir Sean Connery. Put on a Hampshire shirt and I guarantee a good-looking broad will tear it off and tell her Bond sent ya. That guy is one weird fuck. <laughs> Take it from Sean, though. Hemsons personifies edgy British style. You betcha. Casey Kasem is a dick. No more anal cream ads. Why are Stefan's hands so sticky? I apologize to little people everywhere. Sean Connery slapped the Chipotle girl. I am so gassy. I want to kill myself. You've got man boobs. I just threw up in my mouth. Cal, pass me some more weed. Bob Denver won't stop touching Did me. Did Michael Landon tell us to go fuck ourselves? You're an asshole. You're such an asshole. This is the A-Holes Podcast. I'm Cal Baxter. And I'm Tanner Boylan. Tanner, how are you? Thank you for asking. I'm, d- I'm doing okay. Well, listen, I have to tell our audience, again, our second episode. We are live from Abbey Road Studios in the beautiful, dark, gray, rainy city of London. You sound especially loud today. Something going on with you sound all hopped up on something. Possibly. But, you know, um, listen, I should reveal, as you know, that we got this new sponsor, which is Hempson's of Devonshire. Which yeah. is this great shirt making company? They've been around for centuries. Well, last night, uh, CEO James Hempson basically took you and I out to dinner. He brought us to a four star Michelin restaurant and he brought along two beautiful women, I guess, to set us up with. I don't think he knew you were married. Yeah, but you forgot to tell everybody why. Why did we even get to have dinner? This is Nigel's dad. <laughs> That's how we call it nepotism. Yes, we do call it nepotism. Although Nigel wasn't clear if he was his biological father or if he was his stepdad. No, some sort of a weird British kind of a thing. We're, we're not sure what's going on. I think James is someone who Nigel just calls dad. But a daddy. Dad might, dad might be <laughs> It's weird quotes. that he calls him daddy. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> anyway, James, James brought along these beautiful women. I think they're models. Uh, one is named Twiggy and one is named Jean Shrimpton. Yeah. Gorgeous women. Yeah. Old as shit. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe to you. I mean, anything over 25 is old for you. I'm going to put them at early 90s. I'm seeing Twiggy tomorrow for some afternoon tea. Our audience will be very interested to know that Nigel got us, uh, I guess through his connections, an invite to a private dinner with Prime Minister Boris Johnson at yeah, 10. Yeah, big. Yeah, it was at 10 Downing Street in Westminster, London, I guess that's sort of like their White House. The only thing I know about Westminster, by the way, is isn't that the dog show? It is the dog show. And, you know, for a White House, I guess the British White House, it's kind of a shithole. It's a shithole. And the door is like, you have to be like four foot ten to get into that door. Yeah, the British were short back then. They're little people. Little people. We don't want to go there. We've already been in trouble for saying it, talking about little people. But We've got a thing about the little people. Yeah, I don't know. Going back to episode 51, uh, Jerry Marin, I think, would be very comfortable going through that door. And and there you go, because every time you mention his name, we have to issue an apology. But you know what? This time, fuck him. 
No apology. Nah, fuck him. Anyway, Boris Johnson's fiance, lovely woman, her name is Carrie Simmons. She gave us one of the most popular British puddings. It was sort of a dessert. It's called Spotted Dick. Yep. Little spotted dick. Nothing better. By the way, it's got to be like Simon's. We never got to that point because we couldn't understand what the hell they were saying. No. And what's interesting is, you know, we clearly kicked their ass in the Revolutionary War. Why didn't they take more of our vernacular? I don't know. It's <laughs> Was it the Revolutionary War? You sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I thought it was the uh, Spanish Civil War. I don't want to gross out our audience, but, you know, getting back to the spotted dick pudding after dinner, you excuse yourself. You ask Boris, you know, where's the bathroom? Made a big dookie in the toilet. And apparently their plumbing is not up to American standards. I'm going to let you know right now. You stuffed up the toilet of the prime minister. They cannot handle the American style of pooping. They apparently poop multiple times for we we hold it. We're you know, it's the American spirit. We hold it until we can't go anymore. Apparently they go off each, I don't know, once an hour to make a little pellet in there. But when you put out a nice, big, satisfying poop. No way that the toilet is going to be able to handle it. So here's my question: You're in yeah. you're in the bathroom. Yep. You you beautiful flush. by the way. Oh, well, yeah. it's a beautiful bathroom. You flush the toilet. It goes down and it goes up again. What was going through your mind? Well, the first thing is they have like a giant tank basically on the ceiling. Oh, and you I have see. To pull, you have to pull down this chain. You yeah. pull the chain. Water like comes in, like a chain, like in The Godfather. Yeah, pretty much. The guy, although I didn't check for a gun, I should have. Right. Probably was. So I, I pull this chain. The water comes whooshing out, but it does not pass go. It doesn't, you know, the collect the 200. This water goes right over my poo, right over the edge, and right onto the floor. Not even a shot of going down the, the uh, crappy British plumbing. Yeah, so you were gone for, hmm, about 20 minutes until we started to look at each other, wondering what was happening uh, Prime Minister Johnson. <laughs> well, he had a of, lot of towels. Yeah. Well, he called over to his butler, and uh, I guess that butler, God bless him, had the unpleasant job of cleaning up this mess. <laughs> he cleaned my poo. That was awful. It was awful. You it know, the weird good. part is, you, you walked out, you had a smile on your face, and you didn't feel yeah. embarrassed. No, 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 no. It's it's not it's not my fault. It's the the plumbing. Do you think your GI issues were the result of uh, just the travel of us being in London? Nope. The fish and chips yeah. <laughs> finally got to us. Damn fish and chips. You can't you can't have free fish and chips and not have some sort of a, a bad result from that. Well, anyway, Prime Minister Boris Johnson and his fiance, wonderful people. We did have a great, great time um, at dinner at 10 Downing Street. You know, that bastard's got COVID. I think he's got COVID again because he was yeah. already in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. He's so got wait COVID a second. Again. Does that mean we we need to get tested now? Yep. Yep. Oh, shit. That which could have, uh, yeah, could be a problem for the trip back. You know, it's funny because we were all eating that spotted dick pudding and it had a very, very strong taste to it. And Johnson kept looking at us and saying, I don't taste a thing. Now, also. Yeah. When you opened the door to the bathroom, we all wanted to vomit. But Johnson didn't smell anything that should have been a clue to us that he has covid it should should have been a clue but at some point he did whisper to me he said that is my kind of stank i don't know what he meant by that i don't know what he means either that's (laughs) totally gross yeah 
Nice head of hair on that guy. Oh, it's a beautiful, it's a mane. It's not even a head of hair. It's Good just a mane. Hair. <laughs> it's got a nice blonde head of hair. Doesn't comb it though. No. no does just not sort of, believe in a comb. He does. He shakes it like a dog. Yeah. He's just, he just twists the no head brush. really fast. No, yeah. you don't need a brush. Nice looking guy. All right. <laughs> Let's that move. got that got weird <laughs> real fast. Let's move on. You know, uh, we all know and we all feel bad. Just to recap for our audience, Stefan, our oh, producer, hey, I know back in the States was doing uh, some election coverage for us in the city of Philadelphia. He got involved in this protest and he was shot. <laughs> which is not funny. No. And uh, he ended up at Cornell while Medical Center. I think they helicoptered him to New York City. And uh, while he's recovering, there's been some complications. Maybe you could talk a little yeah, bit about he that. Got, uh, he got this, he got C. diff, yeah. which is like the world's worst diarrhea. And on top of it all, not only while they were in there and they were doing the whole bullet thing, you know, his heart kicked out. All of a sudden, he, he literally stopped. From what I understand, he was dead for three minutes. <laughs> I don't know if he was. Well, he, I guess he was, but they, they stuck him with a pacemaker, yeah. which we're not sure. But apparently the what we heard was the resident put it in, which I don't know what that means or the intern put it in. Right. But it's it's in not permanently. So they're going to have to pull that sucker out and give him a new one. He's a young I mean, guy. It's, it's a awful. Yeah. And and the worst, which we did not know about because we were focused so much on the bullet. Apparently he was before or after he was shot. Again, not funny. No. He was impaled on a protest sign and it impaled him in I, I again I use this word, it's not artful, but it certainly is descriptive. Apparently that sign went in his as the doctor said, the taint. <laughs> The area, as as in, in I'm reading from this, the area between the penis and the anus. Oh God! Yeah, and apparently he was I impaled no there. Huge infection, and uh, but the plastic surgeon was able to repair it. Well, that's good to hear. Um, I will tell you, I spoke with him briefly, and he told me um, when he died for three minutes. He floated this is up. Terrible. Well, it's interesting. He saw the entire scene from like ten feet above. It was weird. So, you know, oh, there's an update. So um, we wanted to give you an update on Stefan's GoFundMe campaign. Or uh, GoPayMe, as we're now calling well, it. We think it might have been hacked. I mean, just to recap for our audience, he was raising <laughs> he's, money he's for screwed. his... screwed. Yeah, he was raising money, I think about $50,000 to cover his, uh, his medical issues. And we think the campaign was hacked. Because apparently he owes money now. Yeah, 50, by the way, 50, just to be clear, 50,000 was the goal. He raised about 1,200. Yeah. The account was hacked. They somehow got 3,000 out of the account. And the GoFundMe people have assured us that they want money back from him, which I didn't even know that was possible. But so apparently, here's what we're going to do. Yeah, he's going to owe money. We're going to restart a new GoFundMe campaign. You and I are going to contribute, I want to say, $100 each just to get yeah. it going. And hopefully that'll be enough to raise money for Stefan. There has been a candlelight vigil outside the hospital. <laughs> Did anybody show up? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's like, it's ridiculous. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't even know. I mean, that's the sad part. It's on YouTube, and I think it got 27 views. Oh, dear God. It's awful. This is just awful. But 
we're hoping when we get back to the States next week that uh, Stefan will be up and running and ready to produce the A-Holes podcast again. We wish him the best and let's move on. Tanner, as you know, we have been working with Nigel, who is our temporary producer here in London. Good guy. Great guy. We love him. Yeah, we love Nigel. And he introduced us to his girlfriend. I think it's a relatively <laughs> new girlfriend. Well, it's his girlfriend slash sister slash cousin. Right. And he described her to us as his half sister. Yeah. I, I tried to get a little more detail because I said, what, you know, is that like your father's wife's daughter? He said, just put it this way. Worse than a cousin, but not quite as bad as a full sister. But they do share some sort of chromosomal... The family gene pool is definitely mixing within them. Why is that a British thing? I don't know. I guess they want a kid with two heads. Yeah. (laughs) Which, again, is going to be doubtful because Nigel fessed up to me. They've never seen each other naked. This does make sense because Nigel admitted to me that um, I think he's... 28 or he says he's 19 i'm not sure how old he is he's a virgin he's we he could be 40 for all we know we have no idea he he is he is ageless yeah his parents are like a hundred i would say late hundreds yeah they're they're really they're old as dirt yeah you can't really tell with these brits nigel's got that bumpy nose and he's got big ears and the big chin, that whole, yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. That's we really should make of fun defense. of his physicality. No. I'll tell you this, though. The uh, the girlfriend, her name is, what is her name? Shevworth yeah. is, is uh, she's cute. Oh, God, is she a looker. You know, she reminds me of a young Twiggy. A, yeah, a little bit of a young Twiggy. Not like the current Twiggy. Well, who's like, you know. I'll let you know how coffee goes with her <laughs> tomorrow. I'm attracted to her. <laughs> You're attracted to anybody over ninety. I think that's that's your that's your group. That's your your. You should go to the old age homes and you just be in love. Some say I have an old soul <laughs> and an old prick. Nigel uh, also revealed to us that he grew up in a castle, which he is did. again a very British thing. We don't have many castles in the United States, and it turns out uh, we think. And it would make a lot of sense that he's been a victim of lead poisoning. By the way, and I know you're going to bust my chops for this. Yeah. But once again, I am feeling snacky and I am going to have one of these British biscuits. Really delicious. I've gotten used to them now. Well, and I've got used to losing part of our audience every time (laughs) we eat. All right, let's move on. So, Tanner, it is time for the A-Holes wish list. British edition. We have two... Uh, celebrities coming in very soon. The first of whom, beautiful woman, big brown eyes. Her name is Audrey Hepburn. You and I had an advanced screening last night of a movie called Breakfast at Tiffany's. And damn, that was good. It was good. Yeah, good she movie. was great in that movie. So we look forward to Audrey coming in uh, later on today and we'll have that live. Yeah, if Stefan doesn't screw it up. Well, Stefan's in the hospital. <laughs> You mean Nigel. That's the guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, they're, both, they're the same to me. They're both dead to me now. 
Tanner also coming in later on today, and we look forward to this conversation. One of our heroes, one of our comedy heroes, a very physical, funny comedian by the name of Benny Hill. Benny Hill's going to be awesome. Benny Hill, my God, he's funny. And by the way, he uh, I, I did have a chance to speak to him as we were booking him, and he said, big fan of the fish and chips. Oh, yeah. And I saw some pictures of him, and apparently, yeah, big fan of the fish and chips. A little heavy. <laughs> we call musky. Well, Tanner, I have to say, boy, oh boy, are we going to miss London? Yeah, it's been great. I love this place. Yeah, it's been fun. You know, I wanted to promote to our audience our holiday show that's going to be live from Carnegie Hall in New York. And we are really excited. We have some great guests that are going to be uh, joining us. This is going to be the first time we're going to be recording the A Holes podcast live in front of, I don't want, I want to say, Three, four thousand people? <laughs> three. You mean three or four people? There's nobody there. We actually have to, part of the agreement was that we have to agree to shut, and I quote, shut the lights out when you leave. Yeah, that was the deal. I, Carnegie Hall, who knew that you can get Carnegie Hall for the night for 200 bucks? <laughs> it's, it's, it's huge. And then we're going to have our New Year's Eve telethon to help raise more money to get Stefan back up on his feet. And to clarify, not to raise more money, just to raise some money. Well, we'll miss Nigel, too. And as always, you can reach us at aholespodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are so honored to have our A-Holes Podcast family growing exponentially. And here's the best part. You know, the best part, we didn't mention the best part about the whole London trip. Who knew that we would now be banned from 10 Downing Street because of you? Yep, yep. Yep, no no more. No moss, as they say in London. Boris Johnson and his fiancée were less than thrilled with how you stuffed up the toilet. And as a result, I believe they have to refurbish and re-renovate the bathroom. Fuck Boris. <laughs> Fuck him. Still, though, nice head of hair on that guy. Yeah, you have to admit. Blonde locks like I've never seen. You have to give him that nice head of hair. Once again, thank you for listening to the A-Holes Podcast. I am Cal Baxter. And I'm Tanner Boylan. Now get the fuck out of our podcast. <laughs>